0: hi jesse here uh you know you may know me from now you know but apparently i'm an orthopedic surgeon now uh this is the knee replacement that i just successfully did um and uh you can check that all out next
1: wait let me get this straight for our viewers you weren't kidding you a youtuber with no medical experience whatsoever. You, Jesse, just did a successful knee surgery using a robot?
0: That's right. Zach and I traveled to Austin, Texas and visited Monogram Orthopedics, a startup company that has developed this, a robot that did most of the work. Yeah, the robot did all of the cutting. And when I was done, Monogram's founder and head surgeon, Dr. Doug Eunice, said that my knee was perfect. Yeah, I mean, that was truly incredible to watch. If you watch our channel, then you know that we are really into disruptive technologies. Technologies that make things better, faster, safer, and cheaper for all of us. So let's talk about the big picture and tell you what's going on with this disruptive technology.
1: So before this visit to Monogram, I honestly didn't know much about knee replacements, but the numbers are astounding.
0: Yeah, there are over 750,000 knee replacements performed in the U.S. every year. And the average price tag on those knee surgeries is over $30,000. Yeah, and the global knee replacement market was valued at over $10 billion in 2021. And that number is growing fast as countries like China and India grow their middle classes. And I didn't know this until I got into the operating room and scrubbed up, but now that I'm an orthopedic surgeon, did you know that 20% of patients have chronic pain after implant surgery? Wow. Yeah, did you know that 92% of knee replacement implants today are just cemented to your bones, and this cement doesn't last forever?
1: Yeah, 90% of knee replacements today will fail in 10
0: years. 100,000 knee replacements fail every year. And let's talk about the implants themselves. Yeah, did you know that for decades, knee replacement patients have been forced to use generic-sized knee implants? one size fits all does not sound like what I want if I need a new knee. And that's what I loved about Monogram Orthopedics. Here's a young startup company on a mission to revolutionize the whole process. From precision robotic surgery to custom 3D printed implants using the latest material science. So let's
1: talk to Dr. Doug Eunice and find out why he founded Monogram in the first place. You
2: know, the, the, the impetus was really like, there are two things. There's manual, which is the way we've always done it. With you know the kind of the way most knees are still done. Most joint replacements are s- still done is with really crude tools. I mean, like if people saw how we actually do a knee replacement manually, it's a little bit shocking. It's like it carpentry makes, jigs. Yeah, it's like woodwork. Literally, it's like building it. Like we put, we attach jigs to the bone and, you know, we're kind of eyeballing stuff and using a just a handheld saw. And it, it works pretty well, but it's it's not super pre- precise. I was mentioning earlier, like, we all, like 90% of surgeons think that they're above average. So we all overestimate like our skill, right? And it's like, you know, are we really that good? Are we really as good as we think we are? And now that we have more robotics coming online and we're getting data, we're seeing that we're not as good as we as we thought we were. And Robotics can actually change the way we do have always done surgery to really hit a target much more closely to restore the patient's actual anatomy, which, as I mentioned earlier, the better you restore their anatomy, the better the patients feel.
1: OK, so Dr. Eunice, a highly respected and accomplished orthopedic surgeon, saw a problem and he wanted to solve it.
2: I mean, I literally was just a surgeon with a cocktail napkin idea. I mean, I had no team, no nothing. And it was really just this basic concept of get the best robot and 3D print implants and custom prepare the bone. That was the idea. Mm -hmm. was that simple. And um, I got an NIH grant through my medical school to buy a robot. I bought a robot. I found a robot engineer who was bored in his day job that agreed to work nights and weekends to kind of develop a proof of concept. And it all just kind of went from there. You know, we um, kind of limped along with no real money. Um, and then Ben came, came along. And Ben, I just had cold called him at this company that he was working for because he his company made like the end effector pieces for robots. And I needed one for my robot that I had. And he, he was the guy that I needed to get on the phone. It was just fate. Because he's like a outside of the box thinker, he was looking for something exciting to do, and he latched right onto it, and ultimately convinced the company that he was working for to give us our first real funding. Um, and he, I ultimately asked his boss, "Can I?" Take your guy. <laughs> so he was. The, so he came over, and it's been it's been great. I mean, he's he's really the kind of the engine behind the, the company. I mean, he has raised money. He's the marketing genius. You know, he's been amazing, an amazing partner. But between the two of us, we've hired a full team of engineers, and to see the idea kind of evolve in in the real world has been unbelievable.
0: And that's the thing about creating successful companies. They are almost always a partnership between founders who complement each other. Yeah, I mean, take a look at Steve Jobs and Wozniak or Elon and JB Straubel. Yeah, Doug and Ben really do create quite the team. And they built a team of highly motivated. And
1: smart. Yeah, smart engineers. Cause I mean, if you told me I had to design a robot to do
0: surgery on a human, I don't even know where I'd begin. And that's the astounding part. In just a few years, Monogram has not only built this team, but has built the technology to the point where a dummy like me walked into the operating room for the first time with no training and successfully performed a perfect knee surgery. You are never
1: going to stop saying that, are you, (laughs) Jesse? That's Dr. Jesse to you. (laughs) But seriously, I still can't believe what we just experienced because essentially this is a game changer. So, okay, walk me through what this robot did and how it's different from the way surgeons have done it for decades.
0: Well, I won't get too graphic here. I'll keep it to kind of mashed levels. But you can see my entire surgery from start to finish over on our Disruptive Investing channel. It's really fascinating, and honestly, it wasn't that gross. Yeah, I mean,
1: I was afraid I was gonna faint or something um, when I heard that we'd be witnessing a knee replacement surgery on
0: a cadaver but it really was more fascinating than gross. So the reason that most people need knee surgery is because of arthritis, where the cartilage in your knee joint wears out and bone on bone is really painful. A surgeon's job is to replace the joint with a metal on plastic implant.
1: Sounds easy enough. So kind of like a carpenter replacing a door hinge.
0: Mm, Not really. You see, your knee is way more complicated than a simple hinge. You have ligaments and tendons that hold your knee and leg in place. And so if you start changing the geometry away from your anatomy, these tendons and ligaments will experience completely different stresses than they're used to. The surgeon's job is to match up the joint as closely as possible to your existing knee. Okay, but how do surgeons do that? So in a typical knee surgery, not a monogram knee surgery, Surgeons have to screw these jigs to your bones and then take this handheld power tool and hand cut each of your knee bones. Wait, what? Yeah, then they cement the implants to your bones and sell you back up.
1: Okay, I have so many questions. You said jigs, like the kind of jigs that I use as a carpenter? Yeah, exactly. But how do they know where to place the jigs? They eyeball it. They eyeball it. I don't eyeball cuts in carpentry. I measure twice and I cut once and that's with two by fours. In fact, my saws
0: have lasers. Nope. Human surgeons don't use lasers. I mean, what are you going to measure off of anyway? Where's the tape measure going to go? I mean, and your legs aren't straight two by fours, so they have to eyeball it. Oh, okay. So how did monograms robot do it? Completely differently. First, they take a CAT scan of your leg. They build a 3D model off of your femur and tibia bones. Then when I was doing the surgery, I registered where the bones are in space using similar technology to mocap suits. Oh, those like ball suits that actors wear? Yeah, exactly. So the robot knows exactly where your bones are at all times then the surgeon can see how your knee behaves taking measurements using this very accurate computer vision system making adjustments to his pre-surgery cut plan to help match your anatomy oh and and then he attaches the jig no no jigs necessary instead of needing to install a jig the seven axis robot arm calculates the tool paths and under the surgeon's supervision performs all the cuts wait so how did you control the robot I used this cool foot pedal here, which allowed me to control each step I wanted, including the speed of the cuts up to every second. I could even back off the sagittal saw just by moving my foot back. It was really intuitive. I learned it almost immediately.
1: Okay, so does this mean that down the road, we
0: may not need surgeons who have years of experience? Well, whether we have surgeons or not, it's immediately going to lead to better surgeries. Here's what Dr. Eunice had to say
2: if you have a technology that you can take the worst surgeon and have them do a perfect knee replacement in 20-25 minutes that's a big deal because it's a like bell-shaped curve like there are some surgeons are better than others some surgeons take longer than others i mean i've heard of knee replacements that take six hours which is an outlier no doubt but with the right technology every knee could be done by every surgeon perfectly and in a very quick amount of time, which is better for the patient, the less time they're in the operating room, better for the surgeon, it's better for the hospital.
1: I mean, I didn't even think about that. I mean, human surgeons are only human after all. They get tired, they make mistakes, and like all of us, they get older, and while they may have more experience, they also begin to lose eyesight, dexterity, and endurance.
0: Yeah, and I learned that surgeons can easily do more than five knee surgeries a day. I was tired after one surgery. I have no idea how surgeons can stay on their feet and stay sharp all day. Wow, okay, so you did the cuts. What about the implants? Here's the interesting part. At the moment, Monogram is getting approval by the FDA using what's called a 510K process, where they basically have to prove that their system is as safe or safer than the existing state-of-the-art technology. And to do this, Monogram is proving out the robot using existing implant technology. But once the robot is approved by the FDA, Monogram can start applying for more approvals for new implant technology that they're working on in parallel. Like what? Like, check this out. Remember how we were talking about existing implants that use cement that fails after 10 years? Mm -hmm. Well, Monogram is developing these. How do these work? With these next-gen 3D printed implants, your bone is the glue what yeah see these little sponge-like pores well let me let dr Eunice explain you
2: want something that the patient's bone will actually grow into like a you know like um like filling in the nooks and crannies in an english muffin you you Mm -hmm. want that type of uh, because it's live it's live tissue so it's going to remodel as the patient gets older bone is amazing it remodels it you know it's it, we have we can do cool stuff with bone and it's, you know, when we're doing a joint replacement, we're almost creating like a fracture, like we're creating bleeding bone that will then heal in some way. It, it's gonna heal to whatever you put on it. And one of the cool things about 3D printing is that bone likes certain things more than it likes others. So it likes really small pore sizes. So it likes the nooks and crannies to be really small. And you can create these kind of small asymmetric porous structures that look kind of like bone and the bone just, it just grows right into
1: it. Oh, So it just becomes a part of your body. Okay, but
0: there's something I don't quite understand. How does the implant stay in place? These 3D printed implants are nested perfectly into your bone. So like a puzzle piece? Yeah, and they need the robot to make these incredibly precise cuts for the implant to fit into.
1: Wow, I don't know how a human surgeon would make those cuts with a handsaw.
0: Monogram is disrupting the $9 billion knee replacement market. And it's not just knee replacements. Monogram's robotic technology will work for hips, shoulders, feet, spines, and more. We're talking a market worth tens of billions of dollars just in the U.S. alone. I mean, just one healthcare provider, Blue Cross Blue Shield, spent about $25 billion on elective orthopedic procedures in 2017.
1: So Monogram is a private company, which is in the middle of a crowdfunding
0: round right now, right? Yes, that's right, and they even have plans to go public. We talked to CEO Ben Sexton about their planned listing on NASDAQ under the ticker symbol MGRM. I'm proud of being crowdfunded. And I love the fact that we have, I mean, we have people who have given us 250 bucks and for some people that means a lot. And I, I really want to reward them. We've always tried to bring in money at a price that we think reflects the intrinsic value of the company that hopefully is a creative for people who are coming in. The reason we're going public is we're at a point where we need access to deeper capital. We need institutional investors to help support the story. Because we have 17,000 investors, it's something we have to do uh, to clean things up. So what's going to happen when we go public is all of our shareholders are going to become common shareholders and we're going to look like any other company.
1: By the way, you can see our entire fascinating interviews with founder Dr. Yunus and CEO Ben Sexton over on our Disruptive Investing channel as well.
0: So far, Monogram has raised $38 million from over 17,000 crowdfund investors.
1: 17,000 crowdfund (laughs) investors. Wow. And Monogram holds 20 patents for their technology. But are they generating any revenue yet?
0: Yeah, actually they started implant sales in 2021 with two active distributors. And I'd just like to talk about their
1: cadaver lab um, that we got to visit for a second here, because I was like, why are they doing surgery on cadavers? Why not do a clinical trial on living humans?
0: Well, obviously cadavers are anatomically the same, and if monogram can prove their procedure and tech on cadavers, then they can skip the costly and time-consuming clinical trials, which means that they can get their tech on the market a lot faster.
1: And what's interesting is that Monogram started in New York where Dr. Eunice practices at Mount Sinai Hospital, But they moved to Austin, Texas, not to be closer to Tesla, but because one, New York has extremely restrictive regulations about
0: cadaver labs. Yeah, Dr. Eunice was telling us that there's only one certified cadaver facility in all of New York. And number two, it's really hard to find high level robotic
1: engineers. And where are all the great engineers moving to? Austin, Texas. I wonder why. And here's something that's different about Monogram as a startup. So many startups build a prototype and then they have to figure out how to mass produce their product economically at scale. Monogram uses an off the shelf KUKA robot arm. It's largely the software that's the challenge.
0: Yeah, and I wanna jump in here and talk about Monogram's tool pathing. Tool pathing. I don't know how many of you have experience with computer-aided manufacturing or CAM, um, but basically it's the brains behind CNC machines and other tooling machines. But it's extremely complicated and time-consuming.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember waiting a long time for our hobby CNC machine to calculate tool paths,
0: and this was for like really simple stuff like signs. Yeah, and when I was working in plastic injection molding, I spent more time programming in every cut and detailed toolpath than it actually took to machine. And this is what blew me away with Monogram. They were able to generate complicated toolpaths on human bones in less than a second.
1: And that matters because the patient is lying there on the table under anesthesia with a
0: tourniquet on their leg and every second matters. I don't know what techno wizardry they have going on to not only make accurate cuts, but also avoid tendons, other soft tissue, and uh, even some of the surgical tools that are being implemented. All the while, um, this knee, it's not like put in some kind of special vice or something. Yes, they pin it and hold it, but it could be in any orientation and it makes the cuts, it just knows how to make the cuts immediately. Wow.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's something I wanna talk about. When you were working with Dr. Cohen, who by the way was doing his first surgery with this technology, he pointed out to you that when a surgeon does this cut manually, they risk plunging out the backside of the knee with their tool and hitting critical tendons and other soft tissues. Now, having a robot with an accurate 3D model of the patient's knee
0: means fewer mistakes. I thought that it was incredible that just days before we visited Monogram, they had demonstrated a remote surgery where Dr. Eunice was in New York City, operating on a patient 2000 miles away in Austin, Texas.
1: Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I feel like this is a disruption that's really hard to wrap your head around. Okay, so imagine the day when an experienced surgeon can operate on a patient halfway around the globe. That just happened, that already happened. You can watch the live stream of it on their website. That's what I mean. I I can't wrap my head around it. I mean, this is going to change everything. Imagine all the people in the world who will be able to not only afford elective orthopedic surgery, but actually get the surgery at all, because right now there aren't enough trained
0: surgeons. You did the surgery with no training at all. Yeah, I mean, a third year resident who normally wouldn't be trusted with the sagittal saw could now be in the operating room while an experienced surgeon like Dr. Eunice could oversee them with confidence that everything would go smoothly. I mean, we talked to Dr. Eunice about this, especially considering that as surgeons get older
1: and wiser, they also lose some of their physical abilities.
2: Surgeons, especially previous generation, you know, their identity is tied up in being a surgeon and sometimes they don't know when to hang up their cleats. Yeah.
0: Um, well, and you'd have so much experience too, right. because you, I mean, You're valuable. you've seen so much and right. it's like, you don't really want them to leave the operating room necessarily. It is—is is, Will robotics allow them to continue longer into, um, a career basically. For
2: sure. I mean, no, no question about it. It's just, and robotics and other enabling technology that's really takes a lot of this. Like my left, I'm left-handed. My my left hand has calluses like I'm a carpenter because I basically am a carpenter. Mm -hmm. Like it's, we work with our hands and our bodies. My shoulder, my back gets sore. Robotics really takes the stress off and allows you to do a lot of the important stuff virtually. So like you guys saw in the operating room, like really what what dictates the outcome is what we're doing on that screen before we've even touched the patient. Mm-hmm. And that's really where the experience comes in. Like you're doing the important stuff with your mind, the way it should be, not so much with your body. So for sure it'll extend
1: physicians careers. Now, this isn't the only surgical robot on the market, right?
0: No, there are other companies. But Monogram is the only one with efficient case planning and fast registration, among other things. And that's an important point, right? Because hospitals
1: are focused on doing as many surgeries in a day as they possibly can to maximize their profits. And honestly, what scares me about humans doing like five of these a day?
0: Yeah. Monogram's fast registration means that their system is the fastest robotic system on the market. Because like you said, unfortunately, hospitals value throughput. But yeah, the registration I did in 45 seconds as a complete, someone who had never seen a knee bone before and I registered it. In 45 seconds. Wow.
1: So if you're interested in joining Monogram on their current crowdfunding round, we have a bunch of great resources from our visit with them that you're going to want to check out. Our full interviews with the founders and CEOs, Doug and Ben, are now up on Disruptive Investing Channel, along with Jesse's full surgery experience and more. Now,
0: disclaimer, Zach and I are not financial advisors, although I am now a surgeon, um, but I am interested in investing on Monogram's Crowd Investing Round. Yeah. I mean,
1: I've been an angel investor for years now. And what I like about Monogram doing what's called a reg A plus is that for the first time in history, us, the little guys, can invest early when the potential multiples of return are highest without needing to be millionaires to get in early.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Our government lets us bet on horses and lottery tickets, but rarely lets us invest in early startups. I mean, imagine if we could have joined Tesla on a seed round. We hope you enjoyed this in depth. I know it was a bit outside our regular now you know subject matter. Honestly, we were gonna publish all of these videos on disruptive investing, but come on. I just used a fricking robot to operate on a human knee successfully. That's not something that you see every day. And we could do it because of you. So please consider joining our Patreon. And speaking of Patreon, we just posted an exclusive bonus video on Patreon. You can see me, Dr. Jesse, in my post-surgery interview as a thank you to our wonderful patrons.
1: Thank you so much for watching, everybody. We'll put links to Monogram's current crowdfunding campaign in the show notes below. Now Now you you know. know.